This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to Liverpool's win at Bradford City on Sunday afternoon. The 3-1 victory meant Jurgen Klopp's side continued their perfect start to pre-season after winning 6-0 at Tramia Rovers on Thursday night. But more important than the results was the fact that the money raised from the friendly will go to the Derby Rimmer MND Foundation. The foundation was launched by former Liverpool and Bradford defender Stephen Derby after he was diagnosed with MND and his subsequent retirement from football last September. It's a subject touched upon by both our Liverpool FC reporter Ian Doyle and Reds manager Klopp in their post-game verdicts which make up this podcast. We'll start with Ian and then we'll hear from Jürgen who also talks cover at left-back, Adam Lallana in a new position and talks over Simon Mignolet's future. Enjoy and Ian and the team will be back on Monday with the Blood Red Podcast. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, Liverpool's pre-season campaign has continued here at Valley Parade. They've won by three goals to one. Uh, all the goals came in the first half. The first half team responsible for all of those. The first one was James Milner. He had a shot which was headed into his own net or deflected in off the head of uh, James Vaughan, who of course used to be a striker for Everton. Uh, the second goal was a penalty. Ryan Kent uh, went into the box and he was brought down by a Bradford player. James Milner again stepping up and, you know, he's the old Mr. Reliable from the spot. Tucks it away. And the third goal, uh, another goal for Rian Brewster, who uh, was able to lap on to a loose ball and finish from a very acute angle after Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's shot had been blocked by another Bradford defender. Uh, Bradford got a goal late on, uh, Adam Lewis who was part of the second half team, he, he brought down one of their players and uh, it was Eome Doyle, Owen Doyle I should say, no relation to me of course, <laughs> he, he put away the, the, the spot kick past Simon Mignolet uh, and it, to be fair it was a goal that Bradford deserved, they had two goals disallowed in the first half but it was, a, it was a game where Liverpool, I think they found it a little bit more tougher than they did against Tranmere. I know that Tranmere are a, a League One team now and they, they passed uh, Bradford, who went down to, to League Two uh, last season. But you could tell that Bradford were a team who were a bit more used to that level. And it was quite a physical game at times, but I think Liverpool will certainly be uh, good for the run-out. Uh, in the first half, I think Liverpool's standout player was Ryan Kent. He, along with Harry Wilson, he's one of the players that is looking to make the most of his opportunity at the moment. I know that Jurgen Klopp has not allowed him or certainly resisted uh, the temptation to allow him to go out on loan at the moment. Uh, I know Rangers are interested in those one or two other clubs who were quite happy to, to take Kent, but he did well today. He was involved in all three goals. It was uh, his pass to Milner for the first goal for the shot. Obviously, as I say, he won the, the penalty for the second one. And for the third goal, he played the ball across for Oxley chamberlain to, to have his shot. Uh, as for the rest, it was uh, t- to be honest, it was a kind of a case of uh, Liverpool players just getting minutes under the belt Dan Lovren, uh, he returned for the first time uh, this summer. Interesting for him because in the second half you saw that Joe Gomez and uh, Joel Matip were playing at, at, at centre-back uh, and they did you know, reasonably well and they're the people that he has to look to overtake because uh, basically for the next games when they fly up to America on uh, Tuesday, Virgil van Dijk will be amongst them. Uh, Jordan Henderson, Genie Wijnaldum, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson, the other players who will be travelling out to the, uh, linking up with this squad, sorry, with and um, travelling out to the United States, they play out on Tuesday. Uh, and it was, a, it was an emotional occasion as well. I mean, there was uh, 24, more than 24,000 people here today and it was the biggest crowd that Valley Parade's had since uh, it was reopened in 1986. And the reason for that is because the game was played in... Uh, 
to raise funds for the Stephen Derby, uh, Stephen Derby's Derby Rimmer Foundation. Uh, he obviously is the former Liverpool and Bradford player who was forced to retire last uh, year at the age of 29 after he was diagnosed with suffering from motor neurone disease. There was a very emotional moment before the game where he took the microphone uh, out on the pitch, uh, he spoke to the crowd and also uh, Chris Rimmer, his friend who's, uh, who he's met also suffering, he's more advanced uh, with MND, he tried to speak, well he did speak a few, a few moments, he addressed the crowd and it was a very emotional, emotional moment for everybody here and that's why there was a full uh, capacity crowd, 24,000 as, as I've said, biggest crowd in more than 30 years, they saw Liverpool win and uh, Jurgen Klopp speaking afterwards, he did say that perhaps the second half they didn't play quite as well as in the first, there wasn't quite the same rhythm but with so many changes that was to be expected and uh, Liverpool now look towards the United States. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Jürgen, today was all about Stephen Derby. Pleasing that as a football club you managed to show your support today. Yeah, very, very important information I would say. If you play one game for Liverpool, first team or, or 400, doesn't matter. Um, with one game, at least with one game, with one training session, probably are one of us. And that's what the, play, what the club showed today, and um, his actual club um, showed it as well. So really nice opportunity for us to show uh, the support for Stephen and his family. What did you make of the game itself? Because it was a uh, change teams in in both halves, and uh, the first half you, you looked very very comfortable. Yeah, the first 30 minutes I would say we were very confident, did the right things in the right moment, and he lost rhythm and didn't get it back. To be honest, it was a bit. The, looked a bit more rusty, that's how it is in pre-season very often, took the wrong decisions and all that stuff, but scored still a wonderful third goal, which uh, is strike a goal of, of Rian, really nice the goals that, anyway were really, really good um, and uh, yeah, second half we need, never really could get the rhythm, so it was yeah, I said it already, a bit boring to be honest, if you don't have, if you are not creative on, on a specific day, then you have to use the, the simple solutions constantly, then you need to be still direct, try to become the last line, but these passes around, yeah, that, that, that's a bit waste of time, So, but it's normal, huh? you, have to, you have to feel things like this, you have to do the things like this, then the manager has to criticise you and then make the next step and then everything is good again. Are these games an opportunity for some of the young players to force their yeah, way oh, into your first team plans, the likes of Harry Wilson and, and Kent? Oh, how I said, the door is always open, the boys have only to go through by themselves, so that's always like this in each pre-season, yeah, and then, of course. Jürgen, can I ask you about left-back, and you cover the left-back, you lost Moreno, obviously, in the summer. Um, do you think the solution is internal in terms of cover? Because Robertson's going to play most of your games, I guess. We will see. That's not a yes, that's not a no. No, is it? No. That's a no. It's a no. The cover's not. No. Internal. No, it's not a. It's not a yes, not a no. No. <laughs> so. No, we will see. What can I say? Yeah, I said already. We have to. We have to think about everything and about. And at the end, maybe we do nothing. That we will see that. But of course, we are. We should be. Um, yeah. I can imagine. We, we 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 have a look on all the things around us. Yeah. Of course, we lost a left back. But we have today. We saw two pretty young ones. James played it and all that stuff. Yeah. Also, we will see. Using uh, Adam in a bit of a deeper midfield role, it looks yeah. like. What's the thinking there on the team? Oh, it's just yeah. Adam is this kind of player. He can play that. Um, he enjoys obviously a lot. Um, it's this <laughs> Jorginho role, if you want. And I hope Mauricio doesn't see the games. Otherwise, probably he makes an offer. Um, so 
Yeah, it's about getting getting at him the rhythm, bring in and give him the, 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 the things he, he he he's naturally good in small spaces, keeping the ball, passing the ball, and all this stuff. And and then from time to time offering the runs in behind as well, and especially together with Mili, that's possible. But it's just uh, um, for us another option. Yeah. He was so every preseason he always looks so good. He comes back, he just needs that bit of a bit of luck. Oh, a bit of luck now, of course. How we all need in life, huh? yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, without, we have to come through with that without interest. That would be good. If that's good, then we have uh, and then we have a couple of new players. I would say this season. Any final ones, guys? Stay. Sorry. Simon Midlay, stay. Yeah. Oh, I've heard. Have you had a conversation with him? A lot of conversations in the last couple of years, months, and no, not weeks, but months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we left, we had a clear talk. Yeah. I would, I would say yes. Is that because you value his professionalism and his attitude in that role? Yeah, it's. I think it's because uh, as a club like Liverpool, you need two number ones at least. Um, in the club because um, and we have that. That's good cool with Ali and, and Simon. That's a very good situation for the club, but the, the situation I think you should have, and um, that's why everything's fine from my point of view. Last one, guys. Anyone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last one. So how much How are you going to prepare for the season where everyone wants to win against the European champions? <laughs> To be honest, I didn't. Last year we were second in Europe when everybody wanted to win against us. So I can't believe that when we went to Newcastle, I thought, okay, what are we playing here today for? It was really intense and felt like a World Cup. And um, I don't think there's can come more, but it, it will be tough, like always. Like always, it's if you, as Liverpool. That's I had to learn that pretty quick. Yeah, with the, your Liverpool team, you go somewhere, they're all really on their toes. Um, that was never different. Yeah, but. We will be prepared for that for sure. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.